We are the one, two, three, Sour Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I am pretty much a sports genius. What's up? I'm Eddie. I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports watcher. I love sports, but I just don't know the who's who and the what's what's. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I always give my locks, except for the past couple days. I've been cold and haven't had any confidence, but... I've got my locks for the weekend, my friends. Never fear. Take out the money. The weekend is here, and I have got your locks. And by locks, you just mean whatever. You're guessing the teams that are going to win this weekend. And I, it's not even plural either. I probably have one wow, game. Wow, only one. Yes. A I'm whole a- weekend of football, basketball, and Ray, our lock genius, genius. only has one lock. Hmm. So I'm going to hey, give you one lock. That means it's a solid lock. And I'm going to cling to life and hope, and hope, hope, hope that I'm not cold and I'm finally back on the hot streak. You've been ice cold, but Lunchbox, however, again, another prediction last night. What on earth? Listen. You said blowout Pittsburgh? I didn't say blowout Pittsburgh. I said the numbers say Pittsburgh covers the three and a half. Why? Going into last night on Thursday Night Football, the home team is 6-2-1 and one against the spread. That's all you need. Don't just take feelings out of it. Play the numbers. You played the numbers. The home team is now 7-2-1 against the spread on Thursday Night Football. That's a crazy little stat, too. Oh, it's all about having that home field, the fans, or what? It's I don't sh- know. It's the short week. Yeah, you don't have to travel, so you get the team that I feel like is on the road gets one less day of practice. They get let, let's say they were I don't know Carolina. They were maybe at home last week. I don't remember who they played, but you got to get home, get recovered, travel on Wednesday. So you're really getting Monday and Tuesday of practice, and maybe a walkthrough on Wednesday. Games on Thursday. I think it's just hard. On the team that's traveling, I don't know what it is, but the I the numbers. I'm just going by pure numbers. Just this year, I would like to go back. I should probably go back last year and the year before that and check the numbers. But this year alone, the home team is seven two and one against the spread on Thursday night. But what happened with the two teams that lost? Like I, I, that would be my luck to bet. Like, yep, go with the numbers, and then those two teams well, that lost that whatever game that was, that would be the game I'd I'd bet on. Well, you understand that you're not going to go 100%. I get it. But, if but you, I see, it seems to me that every time I put money down, I'm on the other side of it. Well, the only problem is you if you just bet the home team every time, you're going to lose every once in a while, but the numbers right now say you're going to win more than you're going to lose, and that's what you're trying to do. You're not going to be 100%. You can't get discouraged because you lose one bet. Because I picked in my pick that I do every week where I have to pick every NFL game, I picked those two teams that lost, but... Okay, let's keep going with the numbers, and it's working. And they always say, too, um, if you can pick the team that's going to be the absolute worst, say in the NBA, NFL, and bet against them every week, you're if a you, Yeah, if you can pick that team that's going to be god-awful, you'll usually end up winning money if you bet against them every week. The times in MLB where a team's won like 30, 40 games, you end up winning a good amount of money if you bet every game with the spread. So who's that right now in the NFL, the Bills? I still say the Cardinals. I would say not the Bills. They freaking beat the Titans, and they've surprised some people. And they beat the Vikings. There you go. So it isn't the Bills. I would say it's the Arizona Cardinals. I think they're the worst. I mean, they beat the 49ers twice, so you <laughs> want to say the 49ers. But, man, Arizona, when you watch them, they look terrible. The 49ers at least look like a football team every once in a while when they almost beat the Packers and when they beat the Raiders. It could be the Raiders. 
My thought is whenever a team's so bad that at some point they're going to get their crap together. Like, they're going to figure it out at some point. They're professionals. They are the best of the best. So I feel at some point they're going to turn it around, right? That's exactly – that's how you have to think of it because they are all professionals. So the margin of difference between an awesome team and a crap team not much. is not much. And you see that with the Vikings and the – uh, Bills, because the Vikings were 17-point favorites. They're one of the better teams in the NFL. And the Bills were terrible, god-awful, and they went and they crushed the Vikings. I mean, a little bit of it was the Vikings were looking ahead because they had a th- short week, Thursday night football, traveling to L.A. to play the Rams. But, so you're thinking, okay, we can just sleepwalk through the Bills and go and beat the Rams. They sleptwalk, they got crushed, then they go and play the Rams, they lost. So you fall into that trap. But yes, every bad team is just one or two plays away from winning. Yeah, always remember when you're going into a bet, both these teams are NFL teams with NFL players. Yes. Good chances of winning. As crazy as it gets, like where we go, Patriots, 17-point favorites. Here we go, Patriots. They're playing an NFL team with NFL talent. Guys, I had a dream last night. Really, an actual dream. Any, Any hotties? That the Rams just started losing. A bunch of games. <laughs> like from here on out, I had an image of McVeigh just sad as crap on the sideline, and then just like, and the announcer in the, my dream was just like, "The Rams can't win another game. What <laughs> happened to the Rams?" Dude, if that dream ends up leading to something, you are a genius, dude. I'm just telling you what I dreamt. So you saw the future. Like, I who, don't know. Who, who were they losing to? Just well, anybody? Nah, was, yeah, at was, least give us a weekend <laughs> lock from the dream. <laughs> there was no team. All I saw was McVeigh on the sideline just, like, head down. You know, like, I think he grabbed his chin at first, like, just in, like, desperation. What is happening to my team? And the announcer was saying, what happened to the Rams? That's funny. And then we talk about the bat- the worst team. We say Bills, Cardinals, whatever. Okay. People need to stop with Alabama could beat the Bills. Okay. Oh, yeah. They can't compare that. It is the like, stupidest thing that. when people come out and be like, oh, my gosh, I'd really like to see Alabama play the Bills and because the Bills are the worst team in the NFL. People, do you understand that the NFL, the Bills are the cream of the crop of college football players? Alabama is the cream of the crop of high school players. They got the best high school players and they go to Alabama. Not all those people Different are going. Different level. They are not going. Not all those players are going to the NFL. All the Bills players, guess what? They're in the NFL. They are men, and they would be playing boy. It would be like high school playing a peewee team. And a sports book came out with the line right now. <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> so if the Bills played Alabama, the Bills would be favored by 28 and a half. Dang. Uh, I'd take the, I would, yeah. I'll take, I'd take uh, Alabama in a heartbeat. No. Plus 28? What they do you mean? Would, Alabama wouldn't score. I don't think they would get 50 yards of offense. Oh, I think they'd score. <laughs> you don't understand. The, the quickness diff- is a lot different. The difference between 18-year-old kids, 19-year-old freshmen starting, and 28-year-old men. Okay, well then screw Mickel- Mickelson and Tiger. Like This needs to be the pay-per-view match. Alabama versus the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> like I would love to watch that. They, I'm telling you, see, you're one of those people that thinks they he can is. hang with them. Well, no, how cool would it be to just see it? Because everyone talks this once in a while. Like, I hear it once in a while. People say, like, oh, yeah, the worst team in the NFL could beat the best team in the whatever college. I want to see it. How cool would that be? No, it wouldn't be. I, I mean, it would be a blowout. But then there would be no question after we'd see the game. 
right now, there's no question in my mind yeah, who would win the game. You're 100% confident. I'm 100% confident. And it's, I, it's all about speed, too. This is probably a horrible example, but when I used right. to public address announce, so I'm yep. going to lead it with saying it's a horrible example, but let me explain. So I public address announced I did it in college, okay? I got the a lead so that I was able to do it for MBDL. So I went from college to MBDL, the step down from the NBA. That speed difference was unbelievable. So when I'm doing public address announcing for college, boom, I see the plays, cool dunker. I moved up one level, not even that level that we're talking about, college to pro. And I'm telling you, those players were so much faster. I said to the guy next to me, I was like, hey, man, can you please help me and tell me the players that are scoring? This is so much faster than I'm used to. And I was the announcer, not even a player. An example (laughs) is I went to a high school football game eight years ago, nine years ago. And Malcolm Brown, who is now the backup running back for the Rams, was on that high school football team. And I saw him run one up the middle, and once he broke through that line, the difference in speed, his breakaway speed, I looked at my buddy Cruz and I said, that dude has a chance to play on Sundays. He was just head and shoulders above everybody else. He goes to UT, and guess what he was? An average running back. So he was the best of high school, but once he got to college, he was good, and now he's carved out a little spot in the NFL. So that's what I'm talking about. Like Alabama, they're the best for college but they come to the NFL, boy, mm-hmm. maybe one of them is a superstar, but the rest are just average players in the NFL. I, and not all of them are even making the NFL. You can't put a 19-year-old freshman wide receiver <laughs> out there against a Richard deep, Sherman. Right, you don't want to play in Richard Sherman or Jalen Ramsey. I mean, they would not even get off the line of scrimmage. But all I'm, I agree with you, but all I'm saying is how awesome would that game be? Like, the hype of that game, the marketing for that game. Coach, the game's never happening. <laughs> Just saying, God, it'd be so cool. But on that note, though, right now in our lives, Ray, how old are you? 33. Lunchbox? All of that Nazarene University slash Texas State 37. University. 37. I'm 39. How well would you play if you went back and, play, and played in high school right now? Would you dominate? High school football? Yeah. No. I'd get crushed. Yeah, that you argument would? got brought up with us guys the other day. Yeah. Bobby Bones was talking about it on the air. Honestly, if I went back to high school and played sports, I think I'd be worse. <laughs> Like, the kids are so much faster. I was playing with my nephew, and he's so much faster than I was. I would get schooled in basketball. In football, sure, I've put on 40 pounds. The kids are a lot faster nowadays. Dude, I would get dominated in high school sports. Here's the thing. I think I could go back and play high school soccer or run high school cross country, something like that. Well, yeah, because you didn't play football, yeah. But if I went back and played football, I mean, if you look at me, I'm... Five foot eleven, 165 pounds. Like Dude, I mean, they would what, crush you. I would get crushed now. So if you look at these guys that go to play college football, they look like more of a man than I do right now. And they are 18 and 19 years old. Correct. So I don't think I could go back and dominate anything. I think I could I could play I could play high school soccer right now and still be okay, but I don't think I would dominate. Well, and are you a better runner now or when you were in high school? Oh, high school. So there you go. We, I would take my high school version of myself when it comes to sports than I do now. <laughs> I would better. say I would say I'm a better soccer player just because I'm more confident. and. Well, you never stopped playing either. I never stopped playing. Right. So I could still play. But speed-wise on the soccer field, I would be at disadvantage because I think those kids would be faster because I play in leagues now with – 22, 23, 24-year-olds, and I'm like, good grief, these guys are fast. They're quick as scat. I don't yes. know what they do nowadays. There's something in the water. I but know. I'm smarter on the soccer field. Right. Like I, I know a little bit more, so I know how to play angles better, or I know what how to play defense better. So I think I could actually play, but dominate? No chance. You think you can dominate? <laughs> I went to a couple of high school games this year, and I kept thinking on the sideline, I'm like, 
these guys are so slow. At what man. sport? Football. Football. Yeah. And I just felt like, give me some pads. Like, give me some pads, and I feel like I could totally dominate on this field. Right I now. guess if you're a bigger, taller guy going back, you can dominate at football, not basketball, because you got to be quick. But football, you could. The reason is I've never been a tall guy, never been super fast, so I don't think I could go back and dominate. I would be just as terrible as I was in high school. Exactly. And you think you would dominate? <laughs> Second hit. You would be out. Yeah, yeah you would, that's your, your, true. Your body, your conditioning is horrible. You would probably get some more catches that are easy because you're t- uh, you're confident. But and you're Eddie's taller. not. I'm no, bigger. Eddie's not I'm a bigger. big guy compared to but high school. But I'm bigger than I was in high school. Okay, so you grew since high school. Yes. Okay, so that's a good point. So you would make some more catches. But I'm telling you, your endurance isn't there. You would get crushed, dude. You're going to be winded. Too. You're right. Couple good hits on me, and I'm not getting up. Like for sure. <laughs> like I have a hard time getting out of bed. Like yeah, I have a hard time tying my shoe. Yeah. Let alone getting out there and playing <laughs> high point. school sports. Good point on that. And these guys, I mean, if you look at high school football, th- th- it's just, I mean, it, maybe it looks better now because, I mean, my high school, we didn't win a game my senior year. So I just don't think I could go back and play. I just don't think I could. And I'm curious now, they probably throw the ball more in high school, oh, right? Oh, for sure. Because when I was there, it was all I'm, run, run, run. Honestly, run, run. dude, we ran the ball a ton. And now watching NFL, all these guys play catch all the time. I, in high school, I bet they're throwing the ball a ton now. I was all just, I do. I was just thinking about some of my buddies that were like great. They were considered great defensemen because they had pick sixes all the time. Well, yeah, because every time the quarterback threw the ball, it'd get intercepted. Like in high school, that's why they never threw the ball because the quarterbacks were all so bad. So they, were, they were scared to throw it back in the day. When I was in high school, there was people throwing it. And in Austin, if you Westlake High School, they were the first team. They they won state titles, I think, because they were not afraid to throw it in the beginning. They threw the ball, and then everybody kind of caught up. Now, if you go watch Lake Travis, their quarterback, whatever whoever plays quarterback for them, oh, yeah. goes D one every year now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think high school throws the ball a lot more than they used to. A lot more. And I always wonder, this is probably dumb, but I always wonder what happened to those quarterbacks that never made it to college, or maybe they played a little bit of college, like what they're doing career-wise now. Because you know if they were good enough to kind of play college or they're the best star quarterback on your team, then they had some confidence and they really put a lot into being a quarterback. I wonder what they're doing now. Because you know they, they probably weren't Working able to... Working for Enterprise. There you yeah, go. You're right. A lot oh of my them... gosh, that commercial. Yeah, that's why I did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we hire more college athletes than anybody. Like, seriously, my, uh, one of my good friends, I'm, because of Facebook and stuff like that, I haven't been able to keep up with him. There was no Facebook in high school. So I was wondering, the star quarterback of our high school team, Marcus Mishka, I would kill to find out what he's doing in life now. Because that was he was the coolest kid ever. So I'm like, since he didn't make it in college, since he didn't make it to the NFL, like, did that kill him? Or, dude, is he just thriving in, the, in his career field now? Or because you didn't make that next step to the, the you know pro ranks, college ranks, yeah. did it totally kill your confidence? You say oh, was it Chance Mock or I don't remember. It was one of those UT Wait, guys. Mocks from Friday night from no, no, no. Uh, he was Varsity like, Blues. No, he was like a no Jonathan Mox star quarterback. Oh boy, <laughs> no, no Johnny Moxon. Johnny Moxon, star <laughs> quarterback. Come meet him. That's when they were at Top Notch. He came to, he came to see her at work because she was mad about the whipped cream bikini. <laughs> That was Varsity Blues? That yeah. was in Austin, too? If yes. you've never seen Varsity Blues, it is the most amazing high school football movie oh. there is. Yeah, John Voight, he's the coach, Yeah, and he's up there at the pep rally. Go back! Go back! <laughs> Go back! <laughs> so good. That so movie, good. that almost makes me want to watch oh. it this weekend. Throw the damn football! <laughs> I don't drilled, want to, Dad. He drills it down Throw the, face. the damn football and hit the can <laughs> off my head, or whatever. I, and he drills him and breaks his he nose. He drills his old man in the face. Oh, so good! <laughs> Who's the big guy? The big, the big lineman. Oh, what is it? Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. You suck. <laughs> 
Billy Bob, you're fat. <laughs> Billy Bob, you're slow. <laughs> Billy Bob, you're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a kid that's about to go to high school and he's not very in, into being in high school, if he's kind of like, oh, I'm scared of high school, dude, watch Varsity Blues. It'll yeah. make you want to. And wanna... then watch Dazed and Confused and you'll really want to go to high school. Dude, it will make you yeah, so ready for high school. Never be afraid of high school because it's an amazing four years. Varsity Blues, though, and, and Dazed and Confused, two different movies, <laughs> two different kinds of high school guys. Like, yeah, well, I no, because they're they're still football players. Randall, they, Randall Pink Floyd. They're not going to sign the contract. That's man. right. You know I mean, I may play football, but it ain't going to be on your terms. Boom. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm not signing today, coach. Yeah, I Varsity love it. Blues. What an amazing movie. It was so. We talked good. about it on the Bobby Bone Show the other day, and I was just like, I can't believe that that movie was amazing. Well, you missed yesterday. We talked about Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights, Lights. Like okay. for thirty minutes. Have you ever, did you watch Friday Night Lights? I, a series? little bit. I wasn't as into it as a lot so of people good, are. Dude. But yeah, I never watched it religiously. So I mean, it was okay. If you jump into episodes, you probably don't get the effect, you know, and become obsessed with it. Yeah. Yes, Varsity Blues is really good. Another good one you've not seen. Remember the Titans? Yeah, I've not seen that so yet. Good. Remember the Titans? I wish it was rated R so they could do some more like R type stuff. You know the language. I like. Mean? I'm just saying. I like some more intense language from the coaches because all coaches swear. And the Titans, it was a, I believe. Remember the Titans PG, so they weren't able oh, to go. Well, as yeah, because it's a Disney movie. Oh. I know, I know. I'm just, dude. I'm just telling you. I know from my coaches, they all swore. They all were vulgar. They taught me all the words I didn't even know. I'm like, oh, what is that word? What does that mean? My one of my favorite football movies is the program. Remember the program? That's a good movie. Did you ever see that one, Coach? No, it's an older one about college. And it's about... Uh, but what? they took out the best scene. Well, Yeah, by the time I saw it, that scene was gone. So they were laying in traffic. They were laying on the line and try, and letting cars go by them and die. And so people were trying that after seeing the movie and dying. Okay. And so they took that scene out of the movie. Interesting. It was controversial. It was huge. Like It was all over the news. Like, this movie had this scene, and now everyone's trying to recreate it. So your coaches would yell at you and cuss at you, right? Yes. Oh, all the time, okay. nonstop. I never played football. And I'm going to tell you a story about... This kid, Justin, that lived down the street from me, he was a year younger than me. And I had soccer practice, and Justin was a lineman, okay? And he fell behind in one of the drills, and the coach yells at him, you just stand there and watch your teammates. And so they're doing up-downs. And where you, he says, up, and you jump up, down, you go down, down okay? Right. Up, down. down. And so Justin is just standing there. Up. And after the coach up. told him to take a break, and then 10 seconds later he goes, what the hell do you think you're doing just sitting there watching your teammates? You don't think you're good enough to work out with your teammates when they're doing up-downs? You're just going to stand there? And I went home that day. I was a sophomore in high school, and I told my dad, there ain't no damn way I could ever play football with that. I mean, you just told him to stand there, and then you yell at him for standing there. Like, make up your mind. I was like, there is no way I'm so glad I never played football because I'd have been like, you told me to stand here. Yeah, are right? you talking back to me, son? Exactly. It was just these stu- – I was like, what? what's the point of that? I, they it's do. a mental warfare. I get it. It's mental mind games, but I was just like. It's almost like military. Like, they just need the hierarchy to, like, just, I'm going to yell at you because I'm the boss. Like, you, anything I do, I may not make sense, <laughs> but anything I say, you're going to do. Right. He just yelled at him, and I was just like, well, that makes no. I mean, wh- why would you do that? And I don't think there were ever the. 
I guess people do have the, oh, he was a cool coach, he was a cool teacher. I'm telling you, these coaches, if they were a dick as a coach, they were such they were a horrible teacher. Oh. Their classes were the worst. Oh, yeah, I get yeah. people that say, oh, I took an easy class with the coach, it was awesome. I didn't have that luxury. Our coaches were dicks, dude. And their classes, history, algebra. You hated their classes. You hated going to practice. And they never made any sense with like their hype-up <laughs> speeches. Like I, I don't know if I was just too... My brain worked different or what, but they would say stuff like, All right, you guys get rest tonight. Tomorrow we got a big day. Piss bright yellow tomorrow. And I'm like, What does that mean? Like, <laughs> how am I going to piss bright yellow? Like, I don't get it. And I think he meant like, Sleep well, drink a lot of water, be healthy because we have a big game tomorrow. But I was like, Then say that. Like, I don't know what that means. Another time I was late and I roll up and he goes, Why were you late? And I was like, My mom dro- dropped me off a little late. So, what did you say? My mom, my mom dropped me off a little late. No, sir, there are no excuses. No excuses in football. I'm like, well, then why did you ask me why I was late? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, makes no sense. Well, there is an excuse because your mom dropped you off late. And he said, no excuses. I'm like, but you just asked me. I wouldn't have given you an excuse. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, and, I, and I get that's what football, you know, I get they yell at him. And I was just a sophomore in high school at that point. I never played football. And I was just like, that is so confusing to me. After I heard him specifically tell him, hey, take a break and stand there. And then, what do you think you're doing? You can't work out your teammates? Like, what in the world? And you feel like crap. After he yells at oh, you, oh yeah, like you that. gotta feel like crap. You, you gotta do. be like, man, I, did I mess up? Like, did I, did I, did I not hear him right? Did I not hear him say, "Tell me to stand here and take a break"? <sighs> Dude, I hope coaches are nicer nowadays. No I'm, way, they're the same. Some of them are are nicer, but I, I feel like, I feel like football coaches. A lot of them feel like you have to be kind of mean yeah. and up your butt to get you going. I wonder. There's got to be in the country. There's some cool coaches, the football coaches. They're just the coolest guys. I would love for my kids to play at that program because, right. I mean, dude, if a coach is miserable, kind of makes you miserable. I remember leaving practice in some bad moods. But but I remember we never won games until we had a coach that was just a complete Really? Jerk. Well, then there you go. They think they have to be for wins. That, that, Th- there's different philosophies. Are you a coach, like a player's coach, or are you a hard-ass coach? Yeah. Like, yeah. Our senior year, the defensive coordinator from BYU came to our little high school okay. in South Texas, and he was our head coach. Oh, okay. Uh, it was my junior year because it was the seniors that just dominated. I mean, that team That's was— actually pretty impressive, That dude. team was the best team our high school had ever seen. My roommate— And he was a jerk. My roommate in college, he's from Elysian Fields, Texas. His head football coach in high school— Mike Leach. Chad Morris, who is now— Arkansas. Yes. Interesting. And he— because he said he he loved it. He was like, dude, he would talk about this guy. He's like, dude, this guy was awesome. Like, he knew his football. And this is before he even got big. You know, he was still coaching high school. He was like, I loved going to practice. I, I mean, he goes, I sucked at football. But he sure had us going deep into the playoffs every year, and we sucked. He was like, we were terrible, but this dude knew what he was doing. Then he moved on to some school, another school, they win. Then he goes to Lake Travis, and they win. And then he goes to be the offensive coordinator at yeah, Clemson. Clemson. And I and it was just like crazy that his high school coach is now the coach at Arkansas. That's pretty cool, Coach. You know that he brought the Philly Special to Clemson. Hmm. Yeah, Chad Morris did. Hey, what is that? Philly Special is a Super Bowl play. The Super remember? Bowl play. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one where it's like sneak to Foles, and then Foles runs in the Foles hands it off to the running back. Who's it? Yeah, and they yeah, and then they throw it out to him, and he catches the touchdown. Interesting. Yeah. Now they're doing that more, like Baker Mayfield. That's uh, how he caught that touchdown. More. They like to throw to that quarterback, tricking him out in the wide receiver yep. area. Yeah, we'll put the story up. We'll have to find the uh, history of the Philly special it's now that we cool. brought it up. We'll put yeah. it up on the Twitter, Sore Loser Show on Twitter. And guys, we, we skipped our, 
our number one. This is the number one game in America right now, and we skipped it. Oh my gosh! I was about to be like, "What? Which Fort- one? Fortnite?" <laughs> this Pokemon, is how we play. Would you rather? You, I thought you were talking about Fortnite for a I second. Know. I was like, "What?" It's like, are we playing Fortnite on the show? <laughs> what? Would you rather drink all your food from a baby bottle? What? Or wear a visible diaper for the rest of your life? I'd go visible diaper. I'd be kind of fun just to kind of walk around with a diaper and just. You know, people are going to see it, and you just be like, yeah, man, I wear a diaper. Like, all right, that's kind of cool. You wear a diaper. It's a conversation starter. I would go with the baby bottle. Uh, what it's going to do, sometimes with my protein, I drink it too fast. You end up getting constipated. You end up having to take Metamucil. You're all messed up inside. A baby bottle would actually allow me to slowly drink my protein. <laughs> Give me a baby bottle today. I'll start drinking from one. Kidding. All your meals. Kidding. All your meals in a baby bottle. I'm going to have to go with that, boys. Give me the diaper, because if you put everything in a bottle... It loses the taste. You're not going to get to enjoy. Well, yeah, it had a nasty taste. Right. You're not going to get to enjoy a nice enchilada or a fajita, a breakfast taco. A You're not cheeseburger. Gonna, a steak. It's all going to be liquid form all together. Blech. Nothing will have the same taste. You won't True. get to enjoy separate meals. Like, oh, everything will just be combined. It will just be gross. So give me the diaper all day long. <laughs> and wouldn't you guys love to just take a piss wherever you're sitting? Like, just right now. Like, Can you I just don't... say pee? Because okay. your son's going to listen to it. No, he, he's not allowed to listen oh. to the podcast. Dude, hey. I hear you on that one. If there weren't girls in the side room, I would be taking a Gatorade bottle. Because when we have live right. shows that we do, right. there's no bathroom in this area. Give me a Gatorade bottle. Or road trips, man. I hate it because my kids always want to stop. I got to go to the bathroom. I got No, road- you got a diaper on. Take a pee right where you're at. Road trips, you go in a bottle, right? We don't do it. I, I always did growing up. Going we pulled over on the side of the road. Yeah, I have two I mean, boys. Dude, We've done literally that before. the side of the highway. My dad wouldn't stop at a gas station. He would just pull over on the side of the road, and we just go to the bathroom, get back in. The only sister included. I, oh, really? She would too. <laughs> She'd yeah. have to squat. Oh, yeah. oh gosh, that's brutal, dude. I was I was gonna, I was gonna say the only reason we don't do that is because of my wife, and she'll have to go. But <laughs> that's hardcore. I was sister try- included. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, sister. You're I, not looking. You're on the left. We're on the right. I was traveling with a friend growing up, and I was with his family, and he had a little brother, and his little brother had to go to the bathroom, and. His parents just had him pee in the trash can as the car was moving. The trash can in the car? Yes. Why not in a bottle? Well, I don't think they had a bottle. Oh. And so I'm like, <laughs> we couldn't just pull over on the side of the road. Like, it's just going to stink in here for the rest of the trip. Yeah, you got to get rid of that like, trash can. what in the world? <laughs> Listen, those 32-ounce Gatorades, perfect. Dude, one of the worst memories I've ever had, uh, New Year's Eve in San Antonio. We're trying to get to meet some friends in downtown San Antonio. We get to the downtown area, and it's just traffic jam. Gridlock. Not moving gridlock. In downtown San Antonio? And I've got a piece so bad. Spurs game. <laughs> no, it was New Year's. It was New Year's. Oh, okay. New Year's Eve. I missed that part of the story. And so my wife's just like, here, look, there's something there. Here, there's a Coke bottle in the back. Like, just pee in that. I'm like, all right. Coke bottle? That's 12 ounces. You Coach, No, I make it. And I go, I go, it's overflowing. Yeah. Next thing you know. Well, you can stop. Coach, I couldn't stop. <laughs> what do Next, you mean? You can turn it off when I you're tr- peeing. I tried to, but I didn't. It was dark. And I couldn't tell that it was flow. It was overflowing. You can feel it getting heavy. Coach, it just came in like a volcano. <laughs> Everywhere on her, on me. I'm like, oh my god! There's no way we can go to this New Year's Eve party with pee all over us. God, that was the worst, worst New Year's I've ever had in my life. 
But we went. Dude, when it comes to peeing in a bottle, always overestimate. I'm talking get the big gulp. Get something you're like, I would never fill that. Because surprisingly, you fill a lot more of a bottle than you think you would. Well, in my mind, I was like, there's no way I drank more water than this 12-ounce Coke bottle. Like, there's no oh, way. No, no, that, it doesn't, that's not how it does. That's not how pee works. Like, if you drink 12 ounces, 12 ounces of pee doesn't come out. I realize that. I, 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 would, I would think that it would be less. Because your body probably absorbs some of it. But you you store it up until you have to go, so there's... I found that out the hard way. <laughs> God, man, it's terrible. <laughs> that is... And you, you still... You guys... Bray, you, you guys would do bottles, right? Dude, bottles all the time. So Gatorade you, bottles. You guys would never miss or... That's what I'm saying. You had to make sure it was a... We learned that it had to be a bigger Gatorade bottle. Once you go 32 ounces, you're usually pretty good. Or a big gulp cup. That's the best <laughs> thing to go. That's so weird. We never did that. But then you got to remember because somebody accidentally grabs one of the bottles. Mm. I'm telling you, a Gatorade bottle. It, it could looks, look like it looks like lemon lime. Yeah. yeah, it looks like lemon lime. Oh, not whoa, that whoa, one. whoa, whoa! That's that my actual Gatorade. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's the, recycled Gatorade. <laughs> I'll tell you the worst pee story ever. Here we go. My brother in high school. So you have the dance team, the drill team, the girls or whatever, and they they, they had them. They're called bells. Yes. And they had bell Not bows. Not the cheerleaders, but the drill right, team. Right, the drill team at football games. So they British had bell bows. No, that's just no, that's a dance normal. team. That was normal. That's crazy. You didn't have you a didn't dance have, team? No. You didn't have a difference? No, between? cheerleaders. Wow. You must have gone to a small school. Yeah, small school. Poor school. So anyway, they have bows for the seniors, like guys that escort the senior girls out or whatever. So my brother was one of those, and they were going to an away football game. And the guys have been, you know, drinking a little bit. In high school? What are you talking? Continue. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. So they're on the bus <laughs> and they got to pee. Yeah. And they're like, man, and they've been drinking. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just pee in this Coke bottle. So they pee in the Coke can or whatever. Same thing. Yeah. So then what do they do with it? You got to throw it out the window. They pour it out the window. Oh, why can't they just throw the whole can? I know it's littering, but come on. Well, they all needed to go. Oh, so they would pour it out and then bring it back in, fill it back in, and just it was a rotation. Yes. What on earth? But as they're pouring it out the window, they hear from the back, oh, is it raining? Oh, because they weren't in the back of the bus. <laughs> they were in the front of the oh bus. Oh, my God. So they were pouring the pee out the window. And it was going back in. It was going in. back in the windows on the girls in the back. <laughs> That's messed up. That's messed up. That is absolutely hilarious. Sort of like Carolina's performance last night. Absolutely no, hilarious. hilarious. Gotta love happened? Cam Newton, man. Great decision maker. Interception right across the middle because he didn't want to get sacked for the safety. That is a bad decision maker. That's somebody that is cool with that huge risk of throwing an interception. Not a good quarterback. I don't know. Like That it, was the worst decision I'm making of a quarterback we've seen this year. I don't know if he does it every game, but... At the very beginning of the game, before he gets his first snap, he sits behind the line, he closes his eyes, and he like says a little prayer. And he says, Amen. Does he do that before every play? I, no, no, he no, does no, it before the, the start of every game. You does only does have he do a, it at the start of every game? Yeah. Okay, so you I only know, have a certain amount of seconds. I've never seen that no, no, before. No, no, it's not in the play. I know, but I'm saying, like, guys are fighting the shot clock in football. You you know, whatever it but is. But the, the, the play clock wasn't starting it yet. Was it's at like, the when very, like when they're coming out. I saw it. I saw it. Okay. So, but I'd never seen him do that. So I was like, you know what, Cam? Like, that's cool, man. Like, all right. Well, like, hope God helps you out. And hope you guys get a good game. Stop. It's all for the cameras. Oh, is it? If you, if you, why not just do it on the sideline where no one can see you? Why do you have to wait till you're out there mm-hmm. where every camera's on you, the spotlight's on you? Can't just do it on in on in the locker room. Well, on what's the, the point line? of that? Just so people think like you're. Well, what did you just say? What what did, what did you lead off this segment with saying? 
man, I thought, man, that's really cool. I was like, that's really cool. I hope God's on your side and hope you so guys pull off this win. So what was your point with all that? No, he was saying that he right after cool. that happened, he they, he played terrible. Probably his worst game ever. <laughs> Not and, worst game ever. I mean, it was pretty bad. He played <laughs> bad, man. It was guys, pretty bad. He actually what? completed a decent amount of balls and all that, but that was, when I saw that interception on SportsCenter, I was like, that was gross. Dude's falling away and just throws it across that, the middle. Dude, that was, that was, was the going first through his quarter. Head? Like, that was the hope, beginning of the game. Hope one of my guys gets it. Hope one of my guys gets it. Nope. Not, no, that's not what I was trying to do. <laughs> Guy picks six in two I mean, seconds. Was, was Pittsburgh up 21 in the first quarter? Ah, Maybe in the second quarter. It, was, it got ugly pretty quick. And what did we find out last night? That the Steelers, Le'Veon doesn't matter. The Steelers were sending a message to Le'Veon Bell. You don't want to report, we don't need you. Bam. I mean, they don't. You can watch this on Thursday night, and guess what? We are now the second best team in the AFC. Yeah, they that are. That is what they said. They came out last night and said, listen, we may have struggled early in the season, but we are here to tell you we got this thing rolling, and we want you, New England. We want you, New England. We think we can beat you. Yeah. We now think we are the best team in the AFC. Juju. Continue. Antonio Brown, Connor, they look good. Vance Juju. McDonald. And did you see Watt? I mean, Watt crushed Cam Crush. Newton on that one. That was awesome. Is that but, little Watt? That's yeah. little Watt. Okay. Baby Watt. Baby. That's baby Watt. <laughs> <laughs> That's baby, baby Watt. Okay. He has who's, a, who's middle Watt? Derek Watt. And who does he play for? He played for the Chargers. I don't know if he still oh, okay, does. Okay. But That's Big Big Watt? JJ Watt. Oh, JJ Watt's Watt. OG. Okay. And then TJ. Dang. Okay. I didn't know. I knew all three of them were in, but I just didn't know about that middle dude. And Gronkowski, his brothers were in the NFL for a minute. I don't know if they're still around, but they were in there for a hot second. But the Steelers are now, in my eyes, the second best team in the AFC. Oh, yeah. They are on fire. They look good. Their defense looked good. Their offense is humming. Mm-hmm. Humming. And Big Ben, perfect quarterback rating. That's crazy. I don't yes. know how that's even figured, though. I don't, I don't, I, I don't really understand the quarterback. But they said it's whatever stat he just did. Quarterback rating wise, it was like one of the first times ever in the history of the world or something. It was amazing because he's done two of them now, which they said was just crazy. But then I've seen him play really bad. That's that's so what I was like, say. He has those games where he just looks like crap. Yeah. Really, that bad? Yeah, that pretty bad. Because like, last I mean, night, like, that is impressive. Even like two weeks ago, it was like really bad. Huh. It's weird how it works. He he does. If I feel like when the Steelers are motivated, when there's the spotlights on them, backs against the wall. They perform. When you have high expectations for them and they're just rolling and you think, oh, they're going to roll this game, that's when they crap the bed. Mm-hmm. But right now, they're they're rolling. And to me, it's them and New England and the AFC, the top two teams. Oh, yeah, no doubt. For sure. I agree with that all the Chiefs way. Chiefs not hanging out. They're not hanging out there. The Chiefs are third. after okay. last, Just because I don't like the Chiefs' defense. Their You're defense correct. is what they worries. They allow a lot of points. They allow a lot of points. And I watched Pittsburgh last night shut down, shut down Carolina, who'd been scoring a lot of points, which made me think Carolina's a fraud. I said last week Carolina could win the Super Bowl. Let's nix them from that list. Yes. That defense was awful. I know it was a short week, so you got to cut them a little slack because, like I said, the road yes. team, on, when you have a road game, Thursday night football, it's kind of bad. But boy, they looked bad. And they, bad. they're not a team that can score a lot of points. Today's NFL, you got to put up some points. I don't think Carolina can. The Chiefs can, Pittsburgh can, New England can put up points. The Saints can put up points. The Rams can put up points. The Chiefs can put up points. Yeah, but, I, but Carolina they also give up a lot of points. Carolina doesn't strike me as a team that puts up points. They put up like forty-five last Crap. week. Crap. Uh, but but coach, I mean to your point, yes, like on average right. they really don't. Right yeah. on average, their offense is not what you would say scary. 
Like you don't look at them and be like, man, I'm just worried about them going off. Yeah, they played the Buccaneers. They scored 42. But that's about it. They scored 21, 17, 31, 33, Ooh, mm-hmm. oh, 24. <laughs> oh, 47. Disproving my point. Yeah. 72. <laughs> One score at a time, that, making me look like an idiot. 94 in week two. <laughs> uh, 72. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it. And then something that I thought was awesome last night, they showed on the telecast, Vance McDonald, who's the tight end for the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. At When he was a young kid, I guess he was at a Cowboys practice. I don't know if it was um, – the training camp or whatever. Maybe, it was maybe, just a practice. Wichita Falls, maybe. Yeah. And he's there against the fence, and Troy Aikman is right there. And he asked Troy Aikman for his wristband, and Troy Aikman told him no. That is awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. Did they bring that up they last night? They video? brought it up last night. Video had, or a picture? They had the picture. Oh, I was going to say, back then, there's no way video nah, of that. And it was it's so a camcorder with a date on the bottom. <laughs> Go and ask him. He's Go and ask him. Camera laying on his shoulder. It was ah! so funny because here's Vance McDonald. Because Troy Aikman started out like Vance McDonald had a catch. He made a move, got about a 10-yard gain, mm-hmm. and... Troy Aikman goes, man, someone get that guy the wristband. That dude deserves a wristband. I'm like, what is he talking about? Oh, so he knew the story. And so then they, right after that catch, they brought it up and they showed the picture on TV and it says, and here's the quote from Vance McDonald. I asked him for his wristband and he told me no. And I just remember thinking, well, geez, man, that stinks because I really like that guy. (laughs) Dang. It was just so funny to me. So have you ever been turned, like it made me think, have you ever been rejected for an autograph? Like has anybody ever told you no? Uh, Matthew McConaughey told me no for a picture. It wasn't an autograph, but we're in the picture generation. So, And I asked him for a picture. He said, no, man, and just kept walking. So that kind of hurt. Uh, there's another dude, uh, another guy in a band. Is uh, uh, what's his band called? He's a crazy. I don't know. You guys wouldn't know him anyway. Yeah, but, you can't think of a band. Yeah, well, his his name's Wayne Coyne, and he's a. I don't know. He's like a part of one of those crazy ba- bands that they do a lot of drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I saw him backstage somewhere, and I asked him for a picture. He's like, "No, nah, dude." Same thing. It's like, how does someone just say no, dude, for a picture? There's no one around. It's not like you're gonna take a picture with me, and the whole mob's gonna come. Like, it's no big deal. It's weird when people say no. However, we were playing a softball tournament, this thing we do with City of Hope, and we had just playing where the so-called celebrities playing, right? And I have my my softball glove that I've had for like 10 years. And I'm I'm saying bye to people as I'm walking out and some guy goes, "Hey, can I have your glove?" And I said, "No." <laughs> Like you can't have my baseball glove. Like I've That's had this, different. I've had this glove for 10 years. That's different. A wristband was the video, and they get him for free. You don't get your glove for free, right? This is my glove I've had since like high school. Like you exactly. just can't have it. That see, I don't blame you on that. On the wristband, I'm like, come on, Troy Aikman. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, hey, coach, have you ever been turned down by someone? I guess the people that have turned me down, I've been probably five feet from them, so it's very easy for them to just wave it off or act like they didn't hear me. But every person I think I've gone up to and been confident enough to be right next to. I just go for the selfie, and really, you don't need that much of a permission to get the selfie. I guess if I were to think of a sp- time, it would this be... This is, that's definitely a race it would technique. Be Florida Georgia Line, I was at church, and I saw Florida Georgia Line, and I was like, oh my gosh, got to get a picture with Flaja. So I go right you up saw to both, both of, them? of them. Just one of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I they go to church together? Just let like, me use it. Yeah, baby. Okay, let me use it for the story. Amen, baby. So I go up to Flaja, and I go, hey man, let me take a selfie. And the first thing he said was, huh? 
So that, that meant no, like, right? I'm at church, baby. So then I just leaned in right with him and go, boom, took it. So I guess when I do the selfie, I almost do it without permission. So I've really never been turned down. The times I've been turned down, I've been like five feet away. One time I was about five feet away from Pam Anderson. And so I was never right next to Pamela. her. You know Pamela. Oh, yes. A sexy time. A Pamela. So there was, the a, yes. there was like a velvet rope. I wasn't next to her. And it was kind of like me yelling at her, trying to get her attention. Can I get a selfie? Can I get a selfie? And then she just kind of like no to the whole crowd. So it was the kind of a turn down, but I wasn't me and her interpersonal communication where she shut me down. It was more she shut the whole crowd down. Scotty Pippen. Oh, oh no. it still hurts him, dude. Man, look at him. He just put Man. his head down. Jordan was retired. Pippen was the face of the Bulls. He had that little mini afro going on, the mm. kind of half afro. You guys remember it? Maybe you don't, but mm, I don't remember that. I remember it. Just, just go ahead and Google Scottie Pippen. I'm good. I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, I was 12 years old. I was in downtown Chicago in the uh, mall, man. and Scottie Pippen is just walking down the mall. He's he was got, at the mall. He was at the mall. Dang. And I was like, oh my gosh. The mall's close to the United Center. And I. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I used to live there. I see him, and I freak out as a 12-year-old kid. I run into a store, and I buy the exact same Bulls hat that he is wearing. Oh. Love it. So did, he probably bought it from that store. like Probably. That's you, yeah. exactly what I thought. He bought a Bulls hat. Yes. <laughs> and so I run up to him. They charge him full price The for guy it. at the counter's like, okay. Yeah, okay, that'll be $27.99. Uh, these are the same. I have to say this every time. These are the same hats the players wear. <laughs> these are the official merchandise of the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. There you, go. there you go. Now you technically look like a player. So I run up to Scotty Pippen, and I say, Mr. Pippen, can I have your autograph? Wait, what was your voice like then? Mr. Pippen, can I have an autograph? No. And just kept on walking. Didn't even break stride. I love that he said no to you instead of just going. But you were 12? 12 years old. And listen, I was the only one that went up to him. There was no one else even paying attention to him. No one knew it was him. I don't know. He didn't have a wig on or sunglasses? No, no. And he was with his buddy. And he just goes, no. (laughs) Like I was some peasant. And and that I didn't deserve his time. And and you know now people give a couple words. I can't right now. Oh, I'm in a hurry. But the people that just say no. I'm telling you, I mean, my, did, listen, my two guys oh, were no. McConaughey, he no. But, but he didn't ah. even break stride. Not even like take time to look at, like slow down or anything. I am practically running because Scotty Pippen's a lot taller than me when I'm 12 years old. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was crushed. Crushed. And so I go back into the store and try to return the hat. Uh, all sales are final. And the guy says, no, sorry, you can't return it. Boy, if my aunt didn't walk in there and chew that dude to pieces. Did your aunt explain why you wanted to return it? Yeah. Did she say he just got turned down by Scotty Pippen? Yeah. And his heart is broken. Yes. And she was and like, and the sales guy's like, what does that have to heard, do with me? We've had heard all the excuses before. Yeah, I yes. know. And and, and uh, Michael Jordan's my uncle. Yep. The guy next is gonna say his dog ate the hat. Okay. And so <laughs> I ended, all sales are final. I ended up getting ah. my money back oh, thanks to did? my aunt. Having my back. Did you have Scottie Pippen posters at home? No. I, well, I had him on a poster with Michael Jordan. So when you got home, what'd you do? I you just te- didn't like Scottie Pippen anymore. You tore, did you tear that poster? No. Oh. No. Oh. It's still hanging in my wall. Are it's, you sti- it's Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, and Dennis Rodman. Oh, my God. Back up. Your wall is still the same as it was when you were 12 years old? My parents' house, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it still has all the posters up. <laughs> Dude, what is wrong with you? You still sleep there when you go home? No. Oh, you don't. You I don't, don't sleep, sleep in that room. I sleep in my sister's room. 
Why don't you sleep in your own bedroom? Oh, because you have little have, beds? They, well, I still sleep in a little bed in my sister's room. It's just they have books. They're book collectors now, and you can't get in my room. Oh, okay, okay. They, they, they did like paint my brother's room, my sister's room. They painted the whole house, and I put up a fight, and I said, you cannot paint my room. And you can't take my posters down. Good God. My mom is disgusted with our room. Like, we don't have the house, the same house anymore that we grew up in. Like, they sold that house. But my mom was disgusted with my room because it had a bunch of, like, chicks in bikinis. And band posters. And band, uh, like, and football posters. Joe Montana next to, uh, you know, Elle McPherson and next to, like, Victoria's Secret models and, like, just a bunch of, like, nakedness. No one, like, truly naked, but just a bunch of chicks in bikinis. And my mom was like, your room is disgusting. It grosses me out. I'm like, well, don't go in here then. That's interesting because I didn't have any bikini chicks. I had sports. I I had a good mix. I had had clippings of my high school football, you know, stuff. Like if we won a game, clippings up there. Like it was just plastered with stuff all over the walls. I had my medals from cross country all hanging. Like they, I had like a, it was a, I guess a coat rack, but it was a bat, a baseball bat, and it had hooks that came out, and I hung all my medals on there. What's the one memorable thing that you have up in your room, like poster? Oh, I got a soccer poster. There's this dude laying down. He's like hurt. And it says, no pain, no gain, no gain, no goals, no goals, no scouts, no scouts, oh God. no college. Okay. Okay. Did it, it ever end? <laughs> no food, no, no eat. No retirement, no retirement home. No water, no drink. <laughs> no money, no honey. No coffin, no funeral. <laughs> It says, no pain. He's laying on his back. He's laying on his back on the soccer field. And it says, no pain, no gain. No gain, no goals. No goals, no scouts. No scouts, okay, good. no college. Go. We got it. You no, have not okay. let me get no to the college. point. No how, college. Big, how big was that? Grab <laughs> it's a paragraph. It said. No college. No. No don't, pain. Please, please don't start over. No oh pain, no gain. <laughs> I'm done. No gain, no goals. No goals, no scouts, no scouts. He spit up his coffee. No scouts, anymore. no college. No college, no cheerleaders. No cheerleaders? Get up, man. Get up. That's it. It is awesome. Best man. poster ever. Coach, Did, what, what who's was, the writer of it? Was it unknown? Or was it actually, I don't know. Okay. Coach, what was, your, what was yours? I don't right? understand how you guys don't like that. And then no, I had no, one. Coach, it just took a while to I, get to I here. Had one no of, cheerleaders? Uh, I'm getting up. <laughs> Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. And Rodman has green hair in the picture. And then nice, I have a lot of. Course. of uh, the worm. A lot of baseball pennants up on my room. And then I have a whole wall of Jayhawk stuff. Uh, like I, I went to a game in Allen Fieldhouse and I took one of the popcorn boxes and it's on my wall. Nice. Solid. Still there. Still there. Yeah, I like that. Oh my God. What about you, Ray? I guess mine, I had a lot of sports. I think all kids in the 90s had sports stuff. Yeah. The, I mean, do your kids have sports stuff up now? Uh, like a couple, couple things. Okay. I, I think back in the day, man, my friends, we all just had a bunch of sports stuff, but the most memorable one was a six-foot poster. It was Vinny Castilla for the Rockies. I guess he was six wow. feet tall. You like him. And so I'd make my marks on it, how I tall I got, him. but I only made it up to like five, six. So I'd make a mark, mark, mark. Oh, it was Some, a life size. Sometimes I'd be hoping I'd be as tall as Vinny Castilla, but never made it. Only five six that so, was the final mark so i would collect the michael jordan wheaties posters so they would release it was a three-parter so some of the boxes had his head some of the boxes of wheaties included a part of his middle body and then there were his feet so it was like a three-parter maybe even four and so you have to buy wheaties all the time to collect all four i never got his great torso. marketing good job wheaties. i never got his torso so i had his head 
And then I think his lower body and then his feet. Dude, never got that McDonald's Park place, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. I'll never forget that Jordan poster. It's like so big, but it's in like four pieces, and I'm missing the middle one. Dude, go to the store, get a box of Wheaties, finish uh, they, that thing. I don't think they do that anymore. Oh. I bet you can find it on eBay. Probably, but I don't have that room anymore, but that was and in my room. he's now late 30s with a family. Probably you can can't. still hang a Jordan poster no, in one of your rooms. Dude, I fought forever. I have an autographed Joe Montana picture, and I wanted to put it everywhere. My wife's like, mm, "We're good. Like we're good." <laughs> she really? shut down this board. She won't let you put I originally it up? wanted to put it in the living room, and she said no to that. Okay, well, you need a man cave. That's why guys create man caves so they can do these. Yeah, you have a little stuff. office. I do. I oh, do. Oh, dude, man cave over office. My chick tried to create a little office. I was like, no, man cave. Yeah, like, I mean, you can call it an office, but just that's where you put your sports stuff. Like, I got a Tony Parker signed jersey. I got a Magic Johnson signed jersey. I got things that I got that I'm going to be putting up. Yeah. And I can't wait. Dude, always go man cave over office. Let her think that it's an office. There's a computer. There's a computer chair. There's a mouse. But throw up the sports stuff. It's a man cave. If you got that extra room, always go man cave route. Perfect escape. Yeah. And can we talk about just, I mean, I know we're talking man cave. You know who's hanging out in their man cave? Le'Veon Bell. This is crazy. In Pittsburgh, a, though. A new, But a new development. He doesn't have to report. What do you mean? Because they were saying all year he has to report by Tuesday in order to become a free agent. Now they're saying that he doesn't have to. And if the Steelers decide to franchise him next year, He's franchised like a quarterback, and they will owe him $25 million for one season. So that was so part of the know, strategy. No, no, his agent just found this out. Oh. So he may not even report. Yeah, if you don't have to, why would he? He's already been people saying all this stuff. The media hates him, all this. He comes out with a tweet that's upside down. Crazy stuff's happening on. Stay away from NFL. Collect your money. What a great scam. What a smart guy. What a smart agent. Well, I mean— He's not going to get paid this year, right? But he's moves, he's losing fourteen million dollars. But you just said twenty five million. No, if he gets tagged next year, okay. But uh, this is on NFL.com. Austin Knobloch he writes: My understanding is the NFL Management Council and the NFL Players Association, the parties that negotiated the collective bargaining agreement, are on the same page that if Bell were tagged a third time, whether he shows up this season or whether he sits out the entire year, that tag would be at the higher quarterback number. Not the lower number similar to what we see this year. That means $25 million to tag him next year if he sits out the whole year. So he doesn't have to report. He probably will purposely not report. Right. Wow. What if they go to the Super Bowl and stuff like that? That's okay. I don't think he cares. Does he report that for the does, Super Bowl? If you're a team, if you're, if you're looking at this situation on the outside, and you're thinking about signing Le'Veon Bell, do you think he's worth the money now after you're seeing James Conner do what he does? Yeah, because James Conner is just another running back. Like You see Le'Veon Bell as you have enough proof. You've watched what he can do. You know what he's capable of doing. James Conner's putting up the exact same numbers. Yeah, I know, but you're not. The, I don't think the Steelers are going to let go of James Conner. No, right? no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you're so, saying as another team. Right, as another team. Is it worth paying $14 million when you can find another guy that's $3 million? Like, it, did Le'Veon Bell hurt his free agency status did he hurt his price tag nah i say no are you still think he gets the big money yes yeah as a guy that doesn't really know the intricacies of the sport all i know is Le'Veon bell is the most unique football player running back in the game 
I mean, yeah, Gurley's disgusting, so he might be the tops, but Le'Veon Bell's top three, you want him on your team. And look he's at, always, he, unless something's changed in the offseason, he's still a pimp. And, and, and he sits there for two seconds and then runs. I love it. No other running back does that. Le'Veon is the most confident running uh, back. Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel Elliott He does, does the pause? Yeah. He doesn't do the Le'Veon pause. Well, not that big of a pause. Dude, but, the Le'Veon and, pause. And it hardly is, works with Ezekiel. <laughs> but You try that Le'Veon pause, you're going to get tackled. Only Le'Veon doesn't get tackled with the Le'Veon pause. Okay, thanks, Coach. You're welcome. Uh, but, but see, look at like Adrian Peterson. He had a whole year off. I mean, people knew how good he was. I mean, I feel like Le'Veon Bell is a better running back than Peterson, and they'll definitely pay the money. If, if they still have Peterson going to teams not as expensive, not as much money, but if they're still picking up Peterson and he still has a career, then Le'Veon for sure is going to come to another team, and they will pay that money. I understand he's going to get signed. Yeah, I yeah, just don't. Fourteen. I don't know if I'm paying him eighteen million dollars a year. Eighteen or fourteen? Well, the fourteen was what he was tagged, but he's going to want more big money, especially to make up after the money he's losing. This and can year. we just talk in our terms instead of saying eighteen million and fourteen million? Can we just say hundred and forty dollars and one hundred and eighty dollars? Mm. I would rather wait what? for the hundred and eighty dollars. In our in our money, that would be like. Fifty thousand. Okay. okay. Like if you threw fifty thousand at me, like all right. Talk in our terms so that we're like, oh, okay, I understand that amount of money. No, because I don't even understand what you're saying. He's saying break it down to our level because to fourteen million, eighteen million, that's no difference to it. We don't even know what a million is. Like Like, should Eddie hang out? I've never touched a million. Like I've never even like. You guys are making it so complicated. All I'm saying is, is a team going to pay him fourteen, eighteen million dollars after seeing that that you can get the same production? From a different running back. They plug in James Conner and he's doing... I don't think James Conner is as good catching the ball out of the backfield. That's what Le'Veon Bell, I think, his... That's what separates him is his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. But after seeing the Steelers do fine without him, he, I think he hurts himself in the long run. I just don't know. Maybe he does. We'll find but out. I don't understand your point because Conner... Connor's a fluke. Like they he's just, not a fluke. No, no, no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, no one saw that in Connor. It's not like you can just the Steelers pick up, did. No, they they chanced it. I don't think the Steelers knew that Connor was going to put up Le'Veon Bell numbers. Like they love that Connor's doing amazing. I, they, it's right perfect now. the way it worked out, but I don't think they saw that coming. I, what I'm saying is, there's not like there's not a ton of running backs that are Le'Veon Bell status. Like there just aren't. I know that there's a chance that there are some people like Connor. They never knew he was that good, but he is that good. It's rare. So Le'Veon Bell is already established. He has the name. They know his skills. They're going to pay that money for him. We'll see. And I his think... agent knows the market. His agent's the one. <sighs> what probably... a smart agent. That agent. No, smart. he didn't even know this, guys. He just found this Coach, out that he doesn't have to report. He found it out at the right time. <laughs> I <laughs> he, mean, he's looking in the book and finds this one little asterisk all night. Ah! I found it. I found it. <laughs> Like, Le'Veon's like, in, that's amazing. Dude, Le'Veon's in his jammies with a Madden controller and his Twitter account upside down. He's, He's like, what? <laughs> Turn your computer back upside down. Let's start tweeting the right way. Here we go, buddy. He's upside down. No, his, 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 Apple, his laptop is freaking flat. Dude, it was on the upside down. I know. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah, exactly. I tried to read it, and he's like, you know, you can flip your uh, laptop upside down. And he I was, was like, trying did to, that work or well, no? Let, I mean, it does work, but Lunchbox was trying to read. He's like, well, it's hard to read. But how did he down, do like, that? I, I want to know how you type it up. got to be an app. There's an app for that. Is for there? everything. Oh, I wondered about that. It's got to be an app. Yeah. But, but you got to search for What's that app called? The one where it writes upside down? Like you gotta look for that. Pretty Why impressive. Why was he looking though. for that? I've never seen anybody do that before. Right. Gotta give him props on that. Yeah, one. that was the first time I'd ever seen. And maybe someone's been doing it, but they're not famous, so we didn't hear about it. Right. But that was pretty True. cool. Uh, just real quick. Yesterday they announced the Silver Slugger Awards, 
And I just don't understand. Like my cousin and I were talking about What's this. What's the Silver Slugger Awards? It's uh, baseball. Yeah, the it's best. Like Golden the Glove, be, but... It's the best hitter at each position in Major League Baseball. Okay. So the outfield for the American League: Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, and JD Martinez. Okay. JD Dirty. Designated hitter. They're all dirty. Designated hitter, Silver Slugger, JD Martinez. What? So, so he's in for both? Yeah. How is that possible? Shouldn't be. Exactly. That is the dumbest thing ever. I know it's a stupid silver slugger award. So he gets two what? chances to win? Is that is that the problem? He's either a DH or he's an outfielder. Pick one. You can't give him the award for both spots. Oh, that is dumb. Oh, he got two awards. He got two awards. Oh. That's pretty dumb. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. Like, he plays the majority of the time at DH, so call him the DH. He wins it for DH and give it to someone else in the outfield. I just, how can you win it for two different spots, the same award? Yeah, that's dumb. It's pretty dumb. I'm with you. Just frustrating. Then. But but I've never heard of that award, so. Well, I, that's why I know it's a dumb award. It's a dumb. <laughs> what is it called? Silver Slugger? Silver Slugger. The player that played the best 162 games award. What? <laughs> that's it's an called, award? It's called the Sugar Slugger. Ha! <laughs> Oh, you guys are so annoying. But I just, I don't understand how you give it to him for the outfield and DH. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Kansas football is getting a new head coach. Oh, And they're talking man. about But they had, a good, they had a good start to the season. Oh, they've won three games. And that then was they, the start of the season. No, no, no. no. They're going to go to K-State, and they're going to beat K-State this week, and that's four wins. I mean, that's a pretty – they haven't won that many games in how many years, and now they're they're, they're starting to get it rolling, and they're going to get rid of their head yeah, coach. that's crazy. Why? So they decided to fire him? Yeah. What's the reason? Well, because, I mean, before this, they've been terrible. And they're talking about bringing Les Miles wow. to who's, be the, who's he? the hat. That's, his, let, that's his name. Let me Google it. You don't know who Les Miles well, is? Well, maybe. Maybe I know his face. Let me see. He's the old coach at LSU. Coach, you know who he is. You've seen oh, yeah. his face all yeah, over I know who he is. the commercials and yep. stuff. Yes, but I am like, why would Does you? Les go- Miles want to leave LSU? Oh my God! You know he's not at LSU anymore. Right? Oh, he's not. Who's that coach for LSU? Ed Orgeron. Where is Les Miles at? Just chilling. Chilling. Okay. Chilling on the farm, waiting for someone to call because oh. he doesn't have a job. Okay. Yes, Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Have you ever had heard Ed Orgeron talk? I know his face. No, no, no. Oh my. It's like Bayou talk. Bayou talk. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he from Louisiana? Yeah, we're gonna go get some gators. Get no, we're not go good gator right now. They, they <laughs> put exactly subtitles. Right. Really? Yes. They, they, they put subtitles up. For no, him. I love yes. that. <laughs> yes, but let's go go tigers. I'll tell that good old gumbo right there. Yeah, let's go go tigers. Uh, Florida League. Yes, it's uh, like Waterboy. Stop it! I love that Bourbon Street. So the dude's from. I mean, is he from? I don't know Louisiana? where he's from. He's Coach, I don't know if he actually's been on the in the, the bayous going after the Gators, but he sounds like it. That's amazing. Yeah, he's he's from L.A. He's from Louisiana. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Los Angeles. Now Louisiana. So less miles to Kansas. Let me just. Kansas needs someone that's young. We don't need a 65-year-old dude that it's going to take two or three years to get the program going. Then you're 68, 69 years old. How much longer can you go? I mean, I don't need a 70-year-old coach that's going to retire. You know what I'm saying? Like, why go for this old – I mean, why, I mean, I guess his name brings recognition to your program, but, geez, Kansas, come on, you can do better than that. And I know we're not – Kansas football is not important, but I just want to talk about it. Because you're, you're a big fan. Yes. Now it's time to talk about Whoa. this weekend. Oh. Football, let's go. Let's go. And we need some locks. We need what you're looking forward to. I mean, this is a big college football weekend because I, I'm an Ohio State hater, as people like yes, to say. You are. I, I hate Ohio State right now because of Urban Meyer and the situation. 
they have a chance still to go to the playoff, even though I say they have no chance after they lost to Purdue. Because if they win this weekend against Michigan State, mm-hmm. then they can beat Michigan in a couple weeks. Then they go to the Big Ten Championship and they win it. There they could go. be in the Final Four. Okay. Okay. But can they go to Michigan State and win? Yes. That's huge. Yeah. Michigan State's terrible. They beat people, though, randomly. Yes. They randomly. play They play good. De- their defense is, is good. That's what I like about them. They play defense. So I'm excited to see that game. Can Texas off back-to-back losses? A Tech. They're playing Tech. They're playing Tech. All yeah. shootout. Yeah, yeah, shootout. At Tech. Only problem is Tech's starting quarterback out. Right. He's been out. No, he was back. Last oh, he was? It's not going to be okay. much of a shootout. Texas Texas wins this one by, by a good margin. By a good margin. A good I, margin. I, I'm excited. Thanks for being vague. I, <laughs> What's the spread? Let me see what the spread uh, is. Texas by two. Oh, well, yeah. Take it 100%. Uh, so I'd say it. That's I'm gonna write that like down. Shutting the say door. It. I'm gonna write that because I have a better. I have another one. Well, go ahead but, and say it. All right, slam the door on that one. Texas <laughs> will beat the Red Raiders more than two for sure. Uh, so slam the door. I like it. I'm excited uh, to see that how they rebound. Going to Tech, going to Lubbock is a tough place to play. You got Alabama, Mississippi State. Mississippi State 16 in the country. Alabama's favored by 24. Alabama boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like Ala- that one? Alabama, mm-hmm. come on! Like, but all these—I mean—they keep murdering. Exactly. Teams. Like, exactly. So, but that's what I'm telling you. Like, you have to start thinking. Like, it's got to slow down at it some doesn't. point. Not when you're not when you're in the conversation for the best college football team ever. 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 Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to slow down. If LSU can't score, how's Mississippi State going to score? How are they going to move the ball? It's true. They're just going to pound on you. Next thing you know, it's 29 to nothing. Guess what? That's more than 24. Keep pounding. Yeah. Auburn traveling to Georgia. Auburn traveling to Georgia. Georgia by 14. Come on, boys. We got some good football. Coach, are you taking any of these to the bank? No, I'm just just, talking about football. You're saying these things, and I'm just kind of thinking. I'm looking at spreads and numbers. I'm telling you the spread. You don't need to look. You're telling me these amazing games, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm pretty sure my chick told me I got to go to the mall and look at Christmas lights this weekend. I'm probably not going to be able to watch those games. And it's tough on Saturday. It's tough, man. Like, really, there are games nonstop. They overlap each other. So if you take two hours to go to the mall to get Christmas lights, you're screwed. You're going to miss two games. But I will be able, hopefully, to watch the night capper, and I usually can catch that early game, the okay, early coach, wave. Go back to Georgia and Auburn. I mean, that's uh, you're right. It's a good matchup. Auburn was the top 10 team to start the season. Now, now they suck. Now they're number 24. War Eagle. They they look rough, but they, they, they can get— they they said like they 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 can get their season. I mean, this can make their season if they go and beat Georgia, oh, and then yeah. in a couple weeks they beat Alabama. Okay, then you're happy. But they lose this, then they lose to Alabama. That's four or five losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad season. Exactly. Bad season. But I like Georgia, guys. I like whoa, Georgia. Whoa. Are you taking it to the bank? No, uh, guys. I'm just saying I like Georgia. Okay. I like the way they're playing. You're red hot right now. So if anything you Coach, say, you I'm taking people, it to heart. People are clinging to your every word right Coach, now. I don't even care about people. I, me right here sitting next to you, anything you say, I'm writing it down. I'm taking it to heart. You are on fire. If, I know. I understand that, but I haven't. I haven't said. I'm just telling you games that are. I know, this but anything you're thinking, even the, the little thoughts in your head, like that make you think why Georgia will beat Auburn. Like I'm writing it down. Eddie had shut the door um, on Texas. On Texas, two okay. and a, uh, yeah. Is this negative? You're two? sure that's two? Yeah. I mean, that's well, a, negative two means they have to win by two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and I and I like Texas this weekend just because slam they, the door. They, man, 
They've lost two in a row. They're playing a backup QB. If there's a time they're gonna, they have to bounce back at some point. I've seen that backup QB ain't that great. He's not the like the starter. The starter does the shootout type football. Texas Tech put up 80 points. The backup a lot more methodical. He's a dual threat. Doesn't seem to throw it as much as the starter. The backup is definitely inferior to the starter. Oh, for sure. I've seen for sure. He does not throw the ball as well. He does not. He he runs, 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 and. Texas, where do they struggle? When teams can pass. Their backside of their defense. Woo! They got some leaks back there. Letting big plays go. So, yes. And then let's jump. you guys have a lock on the college? Or are we moving to NFL? I've I, got, for my lock, I have got to move to NFL. And I'm sorry. Let's go to NFL. We what, got- I, I, I slammed the door on minus, t- uh, minus two on Texas. Okay. Slam the door. Slam it, slam it, slam it. Yeah. All right. Let's go NFL. What do you got? All right. NFL. Let me pull it up. That tells you you a lot of research goes into it when he says, let me pull it up. I'm ready for my lock. Go ahead. I'm an old man. I'm pulling it up. Don't think I have not looked at this. I've already put together a 12-game parlay that showed lunch. I did not go with it because I wasn't sure about yesterday's game. If you win the 12-teamer, tell us. If you don't, He lost the 4-teamer yesterday. Oh, God. Just the over-under. Screwed me on that one. Okay, I'm ready to lock it up. In the NFL, I'm ice cold. I want to clarify that real quick before we go on. I usually say lock it up, and I have so much confidence. I want that confidence back. I want my people to believe in me again, so I have to start winning again. So what am I going to go to? I'm going to Nashville, Tennessee, the Titans, the Patriots. I'm two miles away from this game, you guys. I couldn't understand the game any better than anybody on SportsCenter, anybody on Fox News, anybody on, what's another one, Fox News Report. I understand this game. I say the Tennessee Titans plus six and a half. Oh, lock it up. Why? I I love how they're playing. <laughs> they go into Dallas, win by two touchdowns. Mariota, surprisingly, is very accurate with the football. Travis Henry, Derek Henry, forgot that. He changed his name. I think it's always been Derek. Sorry, excuse me. Travis Henry's old school. Okay, yeah. What I went to an old school about? running back. The Tennessee Titan running back. Uh, Derrick Henry is unbelievable. He falls forward for three yards every play. The Patriots are getting gashed at that running game. Give me the Titans. I love their passing. They're going to hang with them. Maybe they don't win the game. You get six and a half points. I love the Titans plus six and a half. Lock it up. All right, here's mine. You ready? Yep. Guys, you know Cincinnati is struggling. You know they're going through some hard times right now. They were a promising team at the beginning of the season. Everyone in Ohio was like, finally, our Bengals got it. They got it together. Now A.J. Green is hurt. They don't have their number one receiver. They're struggling. There is no way in H.E. double hockey sticks that they're going to beat the Saints. And they're What? Oh, excuse me. Sorry. This is my my slam the door. Go. Guys, the Saints are going to murder the Bengals. Wow. They are going to take them out because why? They're on a roll. And How now, much do they have to win by? By six. Okay. I was actually expecting you about to say ten. They have to win by six points, guys. The Saints will roll over the Bengals. Slam the door on the Saints, minus six. You just did two slam the doors? Yeah. Love Call, it. One college, one NFL. The sign of a cold guy is only doing one lock. That's me. Eddie, a little bit better probably than me in the last couple no. of weeks. Guys, I'm giving He's you... He's ex- even worse. <laughs> I'm giving oh, you excitement. Yeah. Well, co- Coach, come on. Those are little little fun bets. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm on a dry spell, though, for okay. sure. I haven't won like a $5 prize. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I got you some fun for Saturday, and I got you some fun for Sunday. That's Sunday fun at the Saints minus six. The world awaits for this. 
Please take it to the bank. Here's Lunchbox's pick. You're giving us one, though, right? Yeah, I'm going to oh, give you a pick. Okay, okay. One or Sometimes two. he takes off days, and he's red hot. No, he's taking off the whole week. Uh, well, no, he no, went the, Thursday the, night. I thought he didn't no, say No, he didn't lock it. Okay. All I did was told you to play the numbers. I said the numbers of what they are. He is red hot. I have never seen a gambler like this before. So hot. Please take the floor. Guys, it's easy. It's a divisional game. We're going to go to the Motor City. What in the... Oh no, he's going. He's going with his bears. We're gonna go to Detroit. <laughs> he's going with his bears. And you got the bears minus six and a half, he's right? Like, he, this is from the heart, guys. Be yeah. careful. And what do you never do? You never bet with your heart. This is exactly okay. what I'm talking about. Okay. And that's why it. these division games are so close. Their field goal. The Lions played bad last week. Okay, real bad. Real bad. The Bears went to Buffalo, dominated. Dominated. Now they got to go there and play the Lions. The Bears' offense isn't that impressive. The Lions can throw the ball. They're going to spread the ball around. You are going to take the Detroit Lions plus six and a half wow. against the Chicago Bears. Wow. I've that, never heard him say this before. That's how you do it. That is how you do it. You, you, can't, get, you can't get caught up in it being your favorite team. I, it's hot, 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 hot. I just... Let the man talk. I just like the Lions here. The Bears are getting up. They're kind of getting all this love, all this love. Going to come down, back down to earth a little bit. Take the Detroit Lions plus six and a half against the Bears. Take it to the bank. Throw the match on it. He's red hot, folks. Red hot. There's whales in Vegas right now. Guys that do this professionally in sports betting, they're not as hot as Lunchbox right now. Red hot. Oh, I, now, I, I, I don't know if I've seen this kind of Chicago, hot It's in Chicago, guys. Oh, God. Now, now he got the stadium wrong, and he's a red hot. Guy. Well, <laughs> well, he, <laughs> coach, we just built him up as red hot, and he got the stadium wrong. Yeah. Now, now, are does, you sticking with it? Sticking though? with it. Okay. Does anyone have any problem with anybody else's lock? Um, here we go. Eddie's lock. <laughs> uh, what Eddie? Eddie. The only thing Eddie likes is he just sees teams that score a lot of points, and he just thinks they're going to kill another team. So he takes the Chiefs every week, or he takes the Saints, Saints. Uh, you know. Oh, I didn't take, I'm going to take the Chiefs every week. I've never taken the Saints, ever. Well, that's what I'm saying. They they win last week, they score a lot of points, so you think, oh, they're going to they're they're crush the Bengals. The Bengals are hurt, man. They're crippled right now. I think that's a tough game, just because you had the, I'm going to do this whole thing, emotional letdown. You just had the biggest game of the year in your house Against the Rams, you win. You're feeling good about yourself. Bad week. It's a bad spot for the Saints. They may come, but that one scares me. That's just I I don't know. I I, the Saints are awesome. Their their offense is so good, but the Bengals can score points too. Here here here's my problem with yours. I can't believe after you spend so much time calling Matthew Stafford a stripper. Because they're hot in the dark, and you take them outside, it's like, whoa, you don't look that good. Like, Matt Stafford is terrible under pressure. Terrible. They may not put up any points. Take their kicker. If you're fantasy, take their kicker, because you may just get a bunch of field goals. Okay, field goals can cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the, <laughs> the Bears can score. Not I We've mean, seen the Bears score this year. Against who? Everyone they've played. No, no. Name the two teams they they scored a lot of points against. The nah, Bills, Bills 
And the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have one of the worst defenses in the history of the NFL. I don't see Matt Stafford moving, getting rid of the ball. Like I just don't see him doing anything. Okay. I'm scared. I, uh, the only fear I have of your lock is Matt Stafford and the great defensive line that the Bears have. Here's the thing about Matt Stafford. One thing he does, pads his stats by throwing the ball when they're down late in the game. Boom. Okay? So they're down. Easy with the boom. <laughs> They're down. They're he's down. red hot. I'm agreeing with what he says. <laughs> they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're down. Thir- what happens when people are red hot, though? Well, you're going to lose they eventually. Hot. They stay hot. You're down 13 late. What is Matthew Stafford doing? He's throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. It's there for the backdoor cover. Six and a half points is a lot of points when it comes to the NFL. And when you have a quarterback that can that slings it all over the yard, that's why I like the Lions. Boom. The okay. back. The backdoor cover. The Bears could be up 13 all game, dominate all game, backdoor but it's cover. the backdoor cover you have to worry about with quarterbacks like Stafford. What do you think about the Patriots over Tennessee? Um, I'm pretty sure I said Tennessee over Patriots. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about that game. What do you think? Uh, it depends on I, – I don't know if Gronk's playing. I, I like the pick if Gronk's not playing because I feel like the, the Titans' defense is a little bit feisty. Like I said, they make it ugly. They muck it up. Every game they play, it's kind of ugly. Um. Also, I I wonder if the Patriots are going to be attacking Malcolm Butler to send a message because Malcolm Butler used to play for the Patriots. He didn't get to play in the Super Bowl. He got benched, signs a free agent deal with the Titans. So I wonder if Bill Belichick, I don't know if he, you know, he's kind of, he's he's a genius. And so I don't know if he wants to send a message to Malcolm Butler like, yeah, you weren't good enough and there's a reason. So if they attack him, but I kind of like, I I like that pick. I, I think that's a solid pick. Right. I'm not speaking on anybody else's picks. I've been ice cold, and for my own sake, I'm just not speaking on anybody's picks. Okay, thank you, Coach. You're welcome. But yeah, there's some ugly games this weekend. I mean, a lot of Arizona going to Kansas City. Oh. There's a lot of big spreads. Makes it a little tough. Yeah, Buffalo at New York, the New York Jets. Oh my gosh! But if you guys started that online account, if you're going to Vegas, take Lunchbox's pick plus six and a half. The Lions. He's red hot. I've never seen a person this hot. I have him at plus six on this website. Uh, plus seven, I mean. Okay, well, then plus seven. Well, then we're going to make it Lions plus seven, even better. Even yeah, even better. better. I love it. I mean, if he hits another one, we're going to start making national news for being so hot. No, I doubt it. Well, no, but, if he, yeah, if he hits another one, we got to start doing press releases. There you go. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Maybe start a magazine. You guys are ridiculous. We start a, a weekly magazine. Guys, I didn't even know what stadium they were playing at. I just took the Lions because I felt like that's giving too, the Bears too no, many points. No, I love matter. that. I love that hot. because it tells me you're just looking at numbers. You're not even looking at fields. I love that. He didn't even know the stadium. That is a genius in the making. Yeah. All he does is look at the stats, the numbers, the universe. What did the universe return to him? He didn't need to know the Homer away game. I don't bet that way. That's crazy. Maybe I should start looking at numbers like you. No, you bet on feelings. If all you bet- feelings. <laughs> all, all feelings and what I've seen with my own eyes. Right. You bet on your Cowboys because you feel like you're all oh, they're well, going to kill. No. No, that's, that's what gets you in trouble. Betting with feelings gets you in trouble. I, I watch all week. Like, what did I lose? I lost when I took the Bears minus three. Because feelings. 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 It was a stupid bet. That's right. where it gets you in trouble. Betting okay. with feelings. All right. But I do like Eddie. He, I'm telling you, you, what do you like? You like the offense. I do like the offense. <laughs> yes, I do like. I'm telling you what, I'm going to start staying away from guys. These over unders kill me. Like I just can't figure that out. I don't know how to bet on over under. Like I, so, as a better, you realize what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. If see, you're not good at over unders, then don't touch them. I missed the only, three overs in a row. So what? What did I do this week? I went with a team to win. I che- I checked out of the over under game. Like Eddie, 
last night, he had the Wake Forest NC State game. He had Wake Forest plus 20, but he had the over 59. Oh, the plus 20 was beautiful. It was beautiful. Right. Go Coach, money I, I had Pittsburgh too. Beautiful. Coach, that's beautiful. Here's the problem though. What what you have to look at is if you want the over under if it's a if you want it to go over and you want the plus twenty, you expect both teams to score forty you know thirty five. So there's not going to be a plus twenty, right? <laughs> so you're almost betting against your bet there. I would say you want to take the under on that just because you expect it to be a close game. When it's going to go over, that's when I expect a blowout. Yes, I should have swapped them. I picked the opposite on the over unders. It's all right. It I mean, happens. I learned. That's you're right. You're right. I should be looking at it different. But Just, no, you you have your gut feelings. That's how you bet. You won a seven game parlay. Who am I to tell you how to bet? And guys, right now our picks are free. I know places that charge for it, and eventually maybe we charge. No, that's for our the magazine picks. I'm talking about. We're okay. going to be charging for okay. the magazine. But for right now, they're free. So Just take them while they're hot. Titans plus six and a half. Saints minus six. Texas minus two. Correct. And lunchbox red hot went. Lions, Lions plus, plus seven. seven. Now my question is, how many points would it take for you for the Arizona Cardinals to be getting for you to bet them against the Chiefs? Because right now it's like seventeen. 17. So I, would you, if you had to, if I gave you one thousand dollars and said you have to pick a side, which side would you take? Seventeen right yeah. now. I would take over. Excuse me, that didn't yeah. answer either. Though. I would take the Chiefs. I mean, okay, so you would take the Chiefs yeah, minus yeah, seventeen. Yeah. Okay. In the NFL, 17 points is so much. I got to go Cardinals 17. I got to. I got to. I I have to go 17. You don't have to. I have to. There's no <laughs> you'll be waiting for that 17 point win for all night. You that 17 you start off the game up 17 to nothing. How much did the Steelers win by last night? 30 something. Exactly. Okay. You don't have to go 17. No, you Sometimes in gambling, you have to. You have to. Dude, I have to go Cardinals plus 17. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not touching this. this thing. Right. I was just saying. <laughs> with all that said, don't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, stay away from that game. <laughs> I haven't stay said that. away. Don't do it. If there's a guy in line at the sportsbook this weekend betting on that game, get away from him. Yes. Because he is ice cold, and he's a crazy-ass gambler. I mean, I'm going to have to touch it. I may not. I may skip that one out of my big parlay, but. All right. If I add it onto the parlay, I will. I will go Chiefs minus seventeen. It's dangerous. That's a lot of points in the NFL. But the last time there was a seventeen-point favorite, they lost outright to the Buffalo Bills. That was the Minnesota Vikings. Just take that, chew on it. Hit us up on Twitter, Sore Loser Show on Twitter. Have a great weekend, and we are out of here. Uh.